What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Way. If you don't know, my name is Caleb, and I'm your host. I say it every week, but if you've been here before, I'm so thankful that you're back, and uh, thanks for just coming on this journey with me. And if you're new here, I am so deeply thankful that you have taken the time out of your day uh, to listen to this podcast. It means so much to me, and I'm not just saying that. I, I really am so thankful for you and for your willingness to be here. Now, today's episode, it's going to be short, brief, to the point. Uh, It's something that I find is incredibly important. It's incredibly important, especially if you feel like you are on your journey, whether it's like the spiritual journey, a mythological journey, a hero's journey. If you're saying yes to the best of your ability to answer your soul's call, that is leading you down your path, your journey, your life, um, then I think you're going to get something out of today's episode. Because let's face it, there is going to come a point in time in your life when your soul comes knocking on your heart's door and saying, this is the way. And that way is not going to make sense. It's not going to be clear. It's not going to make logical sense. You're not going to understand why You're doing what you're doing. You just know that you have to honor that still small voice guiding your life. And the hard part, and if you've gone through this and you understand, the hard part is that more times than not, the people who are closest to you, because they don't understand your way, your journey, because they don't comprehend it, because maybe they haven't said yes to their own journey. They're going to try to convince you not to go. Right, that's really hard, and it, a lot of times it becomes an incredibly lonely journey because the relationships that came with you, uh, that nurtured you, that empowered you, that encouraged you up into this point in life are sometimes, unfortunately, not the relationships that are going to continue with you when you are saying yes to your soul's call. If you have been there before or when you are there, then you're going to understand that 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 season of life, answering your soul's call to walk away from the things that no longer serve you, whether that's a job, a marriage, a relationship, belief systems, patterns, whatever it might be, man, uh, it's great. It's great. And I I find myself in my own journey of even asking, especially early on when I really have not been able to tune in to the voice of what my heart sounds like and what my soul sounds like when it's calling me forward on this journey, because you can begin to um, almost like talking to a friend. As soon as that friend calls, you know, you, you know, that voice, you've heard that voice. Like think about walking into a crowded room and there's a party and all these voices are uh, happening around you and suddenly you recognize a voice that you've heard before, right? That's how we can begin to nurture and build a relationship with our own soul, that we have all this chatter in our lives and in our world. And suddenly in the midst of all the noise, we hear that one voice, that still small voice deep down in our belly saying, this is the way, this is the decision. This is where you're going, right? And that's a beautiful thing in this life because that's where a lot of peace comes from and and uh, fulfillment and happiness and just a more overwhelmingly satisfying life comes from that voice. And I think we're all given a chance in our lives to hear that voice, to say yes to that voice. But the hard part is, is how do we know that the call that comes knocking on our door, and this is what I want to talk about today, how do we know 
the, when the call comes knocking on our door, if it's actually our soul's call leading us down our own path, our own journey, or how do we know it's not just a rogue feeling or a deep need for a vacation because you're just burnt out, or if it's just an excuse to walk away from hard things in your life and you're actually getting ready to make one of the biggest mistakes of your life. Like I think back, especially during the season when I left the NFL and I had all of these amazing job opportunities and job interests. Um, and deep down, I knew that just taking another job was just really another football in my life. And if I didn't change or if something didn't change, then my life wasn't going to change. And there was a tremendous thirst for change in my life during this season. And I just remember in the midst of all of this all of this uh, noise in my life and job opportunities, and it looked amazing, and I was so deeply thankful. There was just something in me that just couldn't help but to feel that it was not the direction that I was going to take my life. And at this time, if you've heard me talk about my story, I am the least emotionally aware person that I've, you know, the least emotionally aware person ever. <laughs> like, I have no emotional um, tools in my toolkit. I'm a mess. And I just couldn't help but to think that at this time is really one of the first times that I, I want to say that I heard this voice, this my soul's call saying, this is the direction that you're going to take with your life, Caleb. And it was so hard because everybody close to me, my boys from West Point, my family thought that I was blowing up my life. They thought I was a complete and utter fool. And the hard part was, is I couldn't explain it. And maybe you've been there before, like, you know that you're supposed to go this way, but you just can't explain why. But there is wisdom that has gone before us, people who have gone before us that have laid out questions that we can ask ourselves anytime we feel like we are at the crossroads of life and we feel like we're supposed to do one thing, but we can't help but to ask, is this my truth? talking to me? Or is this just me about to blow up my life and make the greatest mistake ever? How do I know that this is really my soul's call? First and foremost, let me say that if you do find yourself in this season of life right now, I just want to say that I honor you. I see you because it takes a tremendous amount of courage to even entertain saying yes to your soul's call. Because there is inevitably no doubt that if you say yes to your soul's call, you're going to walk away from comfort, security. You're going to walk away from um, the way that you might have have found acceptance in this world, validation and significance. And you're really saying bye to all of that so that you can begin to experience a more deeper and fulfilled and satisfying way of life. Now, I'll be upfront. I don't always necessarily believe that you have to, you know, turn your back on your current responsibilities. I don't think answering the call means that you have to quit your job or leave your marriage. Let me be so clear about that. I don't think that's always the case. But what it does mean is that you are being called to surrender what no longer supports the exploration of your truest self. And it will require you to loosen your beliefs about the world and the way you exist in it. I'm going to say this again. I actually wrote this down so I didn't forget it. What you are being called to, like I said, you don't have to turn your back on your current responsibilities or quit your job or even leave your marriage. This call, it means that you're being called to surrender what no longer supports the exploration of your truest self, and it will require you to loosen your beliefs about the world and the way you exist in it. 
Now, this came up uh, last week, actually, as I, along with 17 million other people, watched Prince Harry and Meghan tell their story on national television. And for me, in so many ways, uh, especially Meghan's willingness to open up about her deep challenges around her own struggles with depression and mental health, um, it was a story of bravery and fierce courage. And there's no doubt in my mind that she saved lives that night, right? I don't think there was really anything more profound in this interview than her willingness to be so brazenly honest about how she was haunted by these suicidal ideations. Um, she, she just laid it all out there. Her naked soul was exposed for the world to see. And I just can't imagine the amount of people who now feel less alone in their own struggles with depression and mental health, because I know that's exactly how I felt in that moment. But furthermore, in addition to that, I, I can't help but to think about the millions of people out there that were watching this story that feel trapped in their own lives. And while maybe they haven't found the courage to make a hard decision, to say yes to what they know they need to do, their soul's call, they witness two brave souls mirror back to them that it is possible, that you can do hard things. Like I was just being reminded that with every word that they spoke on that interview with Oprah, like, yes, we can do hard things. You know, and for a few days, I found myself thinking about all the times that I have felt the call to walk away from things in my life that no longer serve me. And just for the purpose of today's conversation, like I will, I will talk about that season of life when I was leaving the NFL. I knew that it was time to walk away from the only life that I have ever known. It was my dream. It was my main motive in life. It was the reason why at this point in a lot of ways, why I existed. It's the only thing I've ever wanted. And suddenly there was this knock that I knew deep down and it had come actually a year and a half before I left when I was still playing football that knock came that I knew that this season of life that football this way of life it was over and at that time I just didn't have the courage to leave but when I got cut for the last time I knew that it was over and I didn't know what was next and I got all those job opportunities and a lot of interest was expressed in me joining this team and that team in corporate world, but I knew that there was something else. And that's when I got this overwhelming sensation that I was supposed to be in Canada that like, deep down, I don't know why I can't understand it, but I'm supposed to be in Canada. And that's where if you're familiar with my story, I became basically a glorified janitor of a church, I slept on the basement floor. And I cleaned toilets so that I could really begin to get help and get therapy and begin to address the unresolved childhood trauma and unresolved grief in my life that was just destroying my life. And that season changed everything for me. But saying yes to that call was not easy, especially because a lot of people around me just thought that I was blowing up my life. A lot of people around me couldn't help but to think that I was making the biggest mistake of my life, right? We, we even look at other people from afar and we're like, whoa, what in the hell are they doing? Like we can't judge their intentions or the motives of their heart, but we can't help but to think that they are also making the biggest mistake of their lives. But for me, like I was on my truth, my path, my journey, my soul came knocking on my heart's door and I said yes, and it changed my life. And now it's the beautiful journey has led me to better understanding the still small voice guiding my life. But what I really want to say is, and I'm going to get to the point here, there are ways that we can begin to tell because if you maybe even find yourself there now, 
or you will find yourself here in the near future because I can't help but to believe that there comes a time for all of us where our soul is trying to get us on the right path in life. And I'm not here to say if you're on the wrong path or the right path. I don't even like using that kind of understanding and placing judgment on one path. But there is this uh, a still small voice or soul that's trying to guide us into a more deeper, more satisfying, more expansive way of existing, more fulfillment, more purpose, and a deeper understanding of who we are and why we're here. Our soul is trying to guide us on this path. And there comes this crossroad, this time in our life where there's this crossroad that when our soul knocks, it's a very gray area. Should I stay? Should I walk away? Should I say goodbye? Do I, do I stay in this relationship? Do I stay in this job? Like, w- what's going on? Like, do I challenge these belief systems, this one way of believing that I've been taught to believe my entire life, but now it's no, like it's just creating chaos in my life? Is there another way? Like this area and this season of life, it's very great. And so what I really want to talk about, because I think we all find ourselves here at some point in time, and I really hope that this makes sense, but I think we all find ourselves here at some point in time, and we can't help but to ask, am I actually honoring my truth that's leading me down my path, my journey, my life? Or is it about to become the biggest mistake of my life? Like, how do we know the difference? And that's what I want to talk about today. Fortunately, despite this season of life and navigating these decisions being so overwhelmingly challenging at times, we don't have to navigate these questions and these seasons of life alone. There have been people who have gone before us that have laid out wisdom to help us, to mirror back to us the decisions that we should or shouldn't make in our lives. And Joseph Campbell, um, I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, but he's played a pivotal role in my journey and in my life. And uh, I'm just so thankful for him. He actually talks about four ways that we can begin to understand if the decision that we're about to make, how do we know if it's actually true? And that's what I want to dive into right now. And number one, Joseph Campbell, he, he talks about how if it's a true call from our soul, okay, then responding to it is not an avoidance of responsibility, but rather a facing of something difficult, something unknown and frightening. Okay, if it's a true call from our soul, it's going to feel more like a compelling need to walk into the mouth of a well or out in the night and into a storm. Responding to it is not an avoidance of responsibility, Actually walking away is going to be harder in a lot of ways than staying. That's how you know at the beginning if this is a true call from your soul. I knew that walking away from the NFL and and going to Canada, like, oh my gosh, like this is even more difficult than going and getting a job. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this and it doesn't make sense because it really did feel like I was walking into, like Joseph says, uh, to the mouth of a well or out into the night and into a storm. So if it was just an avoidance of responsibility, it might just be like, oh, because I just want an easier existence and an easier life because that's really hard. That's, you're walking away from opportunities for growth and only you know the truth in this area. Number two. It can feel like deja vu, almost like you've been here before. You resonate with it. It makes sense, but you can't always explain it. When I made this decision to uh, head to Canada, the amount of conversations that I had with my people in my life and the loved ones and the, the close ones, they're like, what are you doing? And I, I had no words. 
I had to shut off my phone and stop having conversations with people because I couldn't explain why I was walking into the mouth of this well, why I was walking out into the night, into this storm. I could not explain why I was leaving all of these amazing opportunities on the table. There was just this overwhelming sensation that like, man, it feels so right. It feels so familiar, even though I've never done anything like this in my life. Number three, I find like this is kind of, uh, this is a big one, okay? You have this unwavering and undeniable knowing that the chapter of your life that you've been living in is now over, whether you wanted it to end or not. Like everything that was once important to you, your your goals, your ambitions are no longer as important and you're left asking kind of what now? This was such a big one and I think this is such a great indicator to know if this is your soul's call that's knocking on your door. You just have this deep knowing that the chapter of your life that you've been living in is now over. And holding on and trying to force it is when we create more resistance. We create more chaos. We create more um, just frustration in our lives. We've all been in a relationship. Well, I can't say we've all been in a relationship. I have found myself in relationships before I found my soulmate and the love of my life, Kara. And I deep down knew it was time to walk away from that relationship. But yet I held on. Right? I try to make it work. I try to push through or staying in a job that you just know it's over, but you just can't fathom leaving that paycheck. You just can't fathom leaving that security or whatever it might be. You just have this deep knowing that it's over. And that means that like this is your soul's call because the hard part is, is that you're going to have this deep knowing that it's over, but the new way of life, what's next hasn't always appeared. And so we try to hold on for as long as we can because we want to avoid the uncertainty and the vulnerability that it, that comes inevitably when you're living out in that liminal space where the tried and true, everything that's once served you well no longer does. And now you find yourself in this place where the new has not yet emerged and life is heavy. And it's a really challenging place to be. But if you have this knowing deep down that it's over, it's time to go, then that is a great indication uh, that (laughs) this is your soul's call leading you down your path, down your truth. And number four, Joseph Campbell, uh, he says that a true call usually can come when like you least expect it, or it's disguised as a disruption in life. You know, like maybe you just lost your job. Maybe your spouse just walked out on you. You know, your life has been turned upside down. And now you're left with this decision of going back to the way things once were or saying yes to that soul's call and stepping out into the unknown. I don't think it always has to come at a a moment of disruption, but I know that usually like the soul comes knocking when there are big moments of transition in our life. I know that for COVID, when COVID initially hit, I think it presented a, a massive opportunity for people to finally pursue their heart's passion. You know what? Life has come to a screeching halt. Now is the time to say yes to starting my entrepreneurial journey. Now is the time to say yes to the things that I have been avoiding in my life. Now we have the space and the time, so now we can say yes. So COVID really, as um, as hard as it was and still is, it presented an amazing opportunity, a disruption in life for people to say yes to the deeper callings in their life. And so a true call, again, usually comes when it's least expected and it's disguised oftentimes as a disruption in your life. Again, 
all four of these real quick. Number one, if it's a true call from your soul, then you responding to it is not an avoidance of responsibility, but rather a facing of something difficult. Number two, it can feel like deja vu. Like you've been here before, you resonate with it, you make sense, it makes sense to you. Like deep down, you know, even though you can't logically explain it. I think this is important because we oftentimes will try to talk our way out of it. We will try to talk our way out of it. So even if you can't explain it, don't worry about it. Just honor the truth, honor the deep knowing in you. Third, you just have this unwavering and undeniable knowing that the chapter of your life that you once been living in is now over. Whether you want it to end or not, it's over and you know that it's over. And number four, the call usually and sometimes comes when it's least expected and it's oftentimes disguised as a disruption in life, whether that is a, a spouse walking out on you, a job opportunity that just fell through, um, whether this is a, I don't know, a death, some sort of Richard Rohr talks about how we, we go from our first half of life into our second half of life. Um, and that usually happens at a metaphorical death, right? Sometimes a actual death of a loved one or a friend or um, someone close to us, but it's also like the death of a job, a marriage, a reputation, a death to an old way of life. And that is the entrance way of us actually stepping into our second half of life. And so that's also when the true call comes. So I say all that, I hope that makes sense. Um, And I do hope that that helps someone out there. And again, if you find yourself in this place, I just want to say that I honor you. I see you. And I hope you know that while you have to live out your journey, like this is your journey, this is your call, this is your truth. There's no getting away around it. Um, you don't have to do it alone. And I know how incredibly lonely it can feel, especially when the people who have come with you in life now are not the people who will continue to go with you. Like the, one of the hardest part is grieving the nature of relationships with close friends and family. That they have supported me and loved me and, and have grown with me and have come with me so far, but suddenly this next season of life, this as I say yes to my path, as I say yes to my call, it inevitably changes the dynamics of relationships and friendships because not everybody's going to understand, but you have to walk out into the horizon of your own life, right? You have to say yes to your journey. And I just want to say that despite it being so incredibly lonely, um, I see you, I'm with you, I understand uh, what you're feeling right now and just know that I'm thinking about you and I am sending you all the love. I kind of want to end this uh, this podcast with a poem uh, from one of my favorite poets, David White. And um, I know that some of you who are listening to this right now, you know exactly what you are supposed to do. <laughs> uh, maybe you've been delaying it, uh, hiding from it, but now hearing this, it's the sign Um, there's no more getting away from it. You know exactly what you're supposed to do. And maybe some of you uh, listening to this might not really resonate with what I'm saying, uh, but one day down the road, you too will realize what you have to do. So regardless if it's now or sometime in the near or distant future, I just hope you remember uh, that this world was made to be free in. And uh, here's what uh, David says. It's time to go into the dark where the night has eyes to recognize its own. There you can be sure you are not beyond love. The dark will be your home tonight. The night will give you a horizon further than you can see. Because you must learn one thing. The world was made to be free in. 
So give up all other worlds except the one to which you belong. Sometimes it takes darkness and the sweet confinement of your aloneness to learn anything or anyone that does not bring you alive is too small for you.